What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar Podcast live stream. I feel like I should change that intro. I was really thinking about it the other day, and because this is a podcast too, I should say something like, what's up, Biker Bar? I think I'm going to change that. Maybe next week. We'll see. I don't know. Anyways, episode 98. Today, we have Josh from Daily MTB Rider. I had to look at that and read it because every time I say it for some reason, I get it wrong. So I'm glad that I did that. Anyways, it's been a while. And uh, I feel like, I don't know, man, I, I just have tonight for some reason, the motivation to get out here and do the podcast wasn't 100%. But here I am. And I'm stoked to talk to Josh because it's been forever since I've chatted with him. And uh, those of you guys that are watching probably wonder why I'm wearing a collared shirt. That's out of the norm. I don't know either. So the lady bought these for my birthday. I felt like I had to wear them. So here we go. Nonetheless, I want to say something. Thank you to everybody that's on Patreon. I've had some new people sign up recently. If you guys would like to support the channel, that would be amazing. Five bucks a month, get yourself a sticker pack. A buck a month, get yourself some access to the coupons. Just don't be that guy that signs up for a buck writes down the coupon codes that he wants and cancels the same day. If you were that dude, I know who you are, but if you weren't, don't be that guy. <laughs> there's another, there's another, uh, uh, tier on there as well. If you're a super fan, you really want to help the channel. That would be great. If you did that, get a whole bunch of merch biker, have biker, everything all over the house. It would be amazing. And I would be happy. Beer, beer fridge would be full. And, uh, that would be that. So, Outside of that, if you uh, like the show, write a write a review. That'd be great. Um, I also want to invite you to swing by Instagram and the few of you that use Facebook and follow the Biker Bar page. I'm always posting pictures and other stuff going on and behind the scenes over there. And watching those numbers grow makes me happy. I'm sure you hear me say it all the time, but hey, here it is one more time. And the other thing that every YouTuber always says that used to annoy the shit out of me before I was a YouTuber is please like and subscribe. Let's go ahead and get this this party started. Bring Josh back up. What's up, Josh? How's it going, man? Dude, if I had a dollar for every time someone was like, oh, do me a favor and like and subscribe right now. I'm like, <laughs> if I liked it enough, I would have already done it already. So thank always, you for the reminder. Right? I always felt like, like, dude, I know how this works. Yeah. But the one thing I have to say is the first person I ever subscribed to was Brian. And it was because he always said like and subscribe and like it supports the channel. And finally, I was like, this guy's pretty entertaining. I'll hit the button. Yeah, so. I, I hit like now for almost any video that I'm watching that I'm like, oh, this is a good video. It's like I, I always click like because it I, yeah. I, I like when people do it. See, see what I did there. By right. the way, uh, Robert. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy you mentioned the shirt. Uh, when I saw you, I was like, oh, man, like somebody must have died in Robert's family. <laughs> like he put on something respectable. I know, right? yeah you know <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah i uh i actually had this shirt on for work a few days ago and uh, i was on a zoom call and my my supervisor was like wow dude you got a collared shirt on <laughs> and i was like what do you mean he's like you're pretty much always wearing t-shirts so i'm like yeah <laughs> dude dress him dress him for success if your boss notices he's like maybe yeah. we should pay this guy more that's what it is i think yeah yeah, yeah. but he wears t-shirts too so it's it's i work with a bunch of software engineers so it's sometimes it's hard just to get them put shoes on you know 
Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it's like I I can code up and down, left and right, but put put clothes on, look respectable. I'm. <laughs> so yesterday I um, yesterday yeah it was yesterday. Yesterday I rode Mills Peak, which is sort of close to Downeyville. Yeah, super fun trail. I actually posted on Instagram. I think it might even be better than Downeyville. Oh dang. Um, yeah, it's I mean it's not as long, but like the trail is just you know, I, I like the chunky stuff. So it's like just like consecutive, like just working your suspension fast chunk though. You're not 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 like uh slow tech or something like that. And uh and it's like really active. It's like you know, turn, turn, pumps, all all kinds of like natural booters and rocks to like pop off of. So you're just um you got a lot going on the whole time. You know what I mean? So there's no, yeah. there's no, uh, there's no like zoning out. I mean, not to say that you would do that in Downingville, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. I, uh, punctured a tire and, um, I, I put some, some bacon in it and it ended up coming out later. I put it back in again, got it, got it all done. And we were talking about guys that like ride tires with too many bacon strips in it. And I actually told the story to my friends when you were down at my house, and I was getting ready to go do Downeyville with you for biker camp. I had like three plugs in the tire and you're like, dude, you need to put a new tire on. We're going to Downeyville tomorrow. I'm like, no, you're like, you have it right here. I'm like, it just seems like too much work. Yeah. And then what actually happened was I ended up putting your tire on because I didn't want to know because I didn't want to be on a ride with you and deal with a flat and go, I told you to do it. And you would have been like, no, yeah, I guess I should have done it. Huh? Like freaking idiot, dude. I felt like that was actually my plan was like just to wait long enough for one of my friends to do it for me. That's this always like, your plan. <laughs> the epitome of, of lazy. What's that you got <laughs> in the background there? That looks like an e-bike. Oh, dude. Okay. So this, <laughs> it, it is, uh, this is a video currently in the works, which if this, if this leaks out to the people in this industry, then I'm hosed, but it's fine. So <laughs> the one part about being a YouTuber, and I, I noticed this, like the more subscribers I got, the more this happened is we get so many emails, like yeah. so many emails of absolute garbage. I'm, I mean, like, hi, my name is Shelly and I'm with the company. I'm not joking. Like, it's like the yeah. randomest names. And they're like, hey, I have these bicycle mirrors and I like your youtube channel your content is great i like the video went to downeyville and i'm like this is baloney right <laughs> yeah yeah and You're so like, for like the yes yeah yeah <laughs> so for like the last year i'm i'm not exaggerating once a week i get an email hey we've got these e-bikes we would let like you to to try one out and here's the thing and i'll, and I'll show it in a sec these e-bikes are all the same like yeah. so any of you who have like it's usually your mom or your mother-in-law, which like my mother-in-law is all about these things. My dad's like, that looks cool. It's like people who are like old and moldy. So kind of like you, Robert. So it's like yeah, people yeah, who are yeah. older, they're like, I, I want an e-bike. Like that looks fun. And they're like 1500 bucks. I went to the bike shop and I checked them out and I had to tell them every time. These are all made by like one or two manufacturers right. and companies buy them, slap their own stickers on them. And th they're fine. Like if you're going to ride like once a month or like three times a summer, like the average person with a bike, then it's fine. But there's just hot garbage. And I said, and I told him, I get hit up every week for one of these rebranded bikes. And so it dawned on me one day, I was like, you know what? 
I know some people that could actually use like one of these stupid e-bikes as transportation. And it'd be kind of fun to give them away. And I was like, wait a second. I know what I should do for like four months straight. Anytime any e-bike company offers to send me one, yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> and I'm going to compile like 10 of these things. And, right. and all of them, they always want one thing. Will you make a video? Will you put our bike name in the title? Or will you put a link in the bottom? So all of them, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I totally will. I'm going to make one video for all of them <laughs> and do everything they've asked. So this That's is, awesome. yeah, yeah. So this is uh, this is one of those dumb bikes here. So there's I haven't listening. It's like got some really big fat tires on it. What looks like maybe a frame to like, that was stolen from giant from like 1995 or so. And then it's got this monstrous battery in the middle and a huge headlight that was probably like the same size of one on a motorcycle in 1942 or something like that. Yeah. It only weighs 75 pounds. Oh, um, wow. There you go. Yeah. But uh, I have another one behind here and i have others coming i'm i'm pretty stoked about but um, i feel like it's gonna be like a giveaway video then right is that what you're yeah doing? yeah i have a couple people that i know could use them so i think what i'm gonna do is like make a review of them because i'm supposed to review them and so i'm I, I have a couple of ideas of like now i'm gonna review the him away and yeah, the him away yeah. is unique in that it's the same right and so like i'm yeah, gonna yeah. like make a review video and then i think i'm gonna make a video giving them to people like my mother-in-law really wants one. So I'll probably give her one. Um, I feel there's like, like a, a video of like, I gave away 10 e-bikes would yeah. slay. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good idea. I've been yeah. getting, uh, you know, I started doing that 90 second reviews on my channel. I don't know if you've watched any of those, but all uh, of them huge fan. And you're going to review this. We're going to talk about this later. Oh, you got to review I, this. I, I already have a story. I did try it one night. And um, Oh, let's get, we'll get there later. We'll get there later. <laughs> so um, anyways, yeah, I've been getting a bunch of those emails too. And a lot of the times I never respond to that stuff because I hate doing reviews. Mm -hmm. But with that new format, like it's actually making like reviewing things fun to me because like I was thinking about like, you know, you talk to a friend whenever they're like, hey, do you like these pedals that you bought? And usually your conversation with them is like a minute long, right? Like, it's like, yeah, but the pins, they fall out or, the, you know, I don't like the, the way that the, the coloring is that I wish this was plastic instead of anodized metal. You know what I mean? Like, and then you're done and your buddy's like, oh, okay, I get it. You know? Yeah. And on YouTube, it's like normally like two and a half minutes of them telling you about their channel and like, and subscribe. And then, then they finally get to talking about the thing and it's like, a billion like different angles and it looks really pretty and stuff but it's like i don't know man just get to the freaking like to the point here i want to know do you like it do you don't what's wrong with it you know yeah absolutely. And, uh, that's kind of what gave gave me the idea that and um there's some other channels that i've watched that are successful and there's no glamour shots there's no no like no frills you know it's just like good content like steve for example from hardtail party was yeah. like he's standing in front of his bike in that room you know bikes on a bike rack and 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 he's just talking about like what he knows about it you know and uh it just kind of like it made me realize that you don't need all that like fancy editing and camera trickery to like 
have a badass video. Like it's really like make content that somebody wants to listen to. But yeah. um, I don't know if I have it like dialed with the 90 second thing. Like I, it seems like the people that are watching it really do like it, but the views definitely aren't, aren't there. So yeah, it's yeah. like anything, man. Like you nailed it though. It's all about your personality. And yeah. uh, people have said like, yeah, I've watched so many review videos and I'm like, I, I literally, I sit there and then like, it's like three seconds. I'm like, this is garbage. Click, 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 click. And I don't, and I'm like, oh, finally. Right. Um, so I think you'll get it, dude. Like yeah. you'll hone it and people are going to be stoked on it. I think. Yeah. And I, I figured that the other thing too, is like with those videos, when they come out, like if it's not something that you're actually looking for, like I, I know me, if I was subscribed to somebody, I, I'd be like, oh, I don't really care. But those are the ones where it's like somebody was looking for that product. Like, hey, I want to know what, like, do, should I like Alry Grips, you know, and then, then yeah. they'll watch it. They'll watch the whole thing. So I feel like those ones will like, they'll just continue to grow over time. And, you know, I, I have to just not be like worried about whether or not it's like getting a shitload of views. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, like I've got, I've got 10 things that I could do that same thing with. Yeah. Like. And, and it's like stuff that I'm like, like my RC shoes that I've been using. Right. It's like, man, I wish I could tell people the quick, like two things I like about it, but that's not a whole video. Oh, right. I, what I do is like, I'll save it for later. And then I don't yeah. get around to it. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what I would do. Or I would be like, oh, you know what? I'll just like throw it into one of my rides. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like a little, little sidekick spot. Um, but then half time I'd forget or, you know what I mean? It's like you get out there, you're doing something else, but. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm um, I, I I like the format too, just because it's like really easy for me to do. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like go out to the garage, film what I want to say maybe three or four times because it's hard. It's hard to get it all out in ninety seconds, and you feel like you know what I mean. Like so, you'll record the first one, and you'll be like, "Oh crap, I forgot about the one thing that irritates me the most." <laughs> You know, and then I hear you, dude. So then you say it again, and then you're like, "Oh man, I ran out of time." You know, and then you're like, "All right." So it seems like I haven't had to record them more than three times, but that's pretty quick, you know. And uh, then the editing is like, you know, change a couple zoom in and outs, and throw the outro on it, and you're like, done. So that's pretty rad, you know. <laughs> yeah, wham bam, dude, and it's it's yeah. good content, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else is new with you, man? Dude, just uh, yeah, got my e-bike life. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Honestly, I've been laying low, and it's been very, very enjoyable. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I went right. To your in Instagram to like grab a picture, and it was like the last thing that you posted on Instagram was like, it was like I don't think this account exists anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, people have uh, people have been asking me like, you are you alive? I'm like, yeah, just barely, right? Like, are you doing anything? Nah, I just. <laughs> staring at a wall most days right. yeah <laughs> i think that the the biggest misconception is that i mean and i said it in my last video but it's like i i don't do youtube full-time and most most everybody else at my channel size or larger even a little smaller do yeah. and so that's very unique for people so yeah, yeah um but but yeah man like i've just been riding my bike a lot more which has been great and uh yeah riding my gravel bike more which is not great, but kind of great. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird, huh? Yeah, in my yeah, trusty e-bike. So right, 
Dude, speaking of e-bikes, did you see Yeti brought theirs out? Oh, yeah. Freaking Yeti, man. Dude, so expensive. Like, I think it was like the base model was like 10 something. And then if you wanted carbon rims, it was like another grand. And yeah. then the other, other model was like 12 something. And then same thing, $12,000 and you don't get carbon rims. It was like another $1,000 if you wanted carbon. 900 if you, you know, for all you people that were really like going to hound me about it. But it really got me thinking like, is there a spot? where I'm like, that's too expensive for me to, to like be a participant. And I feel like that's, that's too high. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so something has happened and I think most people like notice it, but they don't really know like why it's happening. And yeah. uh, Cobra Cobb brought up the, my Walmart e-bike. Right. And it was Cobra. It was Kyle who actually influenced me to get it. And that thing cost me 399 bucks. And now, and that was a year ago. Now you can't buy that exact same bike for less than six hundred, and so yeah. that's that's a fifty percent jump in price yeah. with all the same material. The other thing I realized was for a while there, I was really wanting uh, my channel to like jump towards the most budget yet do it all bike. And so what I was looking at was YT and Canyon at that time. Each had like YT had the Jeff C Canyon had the spectral and they were like 2,200 bucks, like 2,300 uh-huh. bucks. But that got you a pike. It got you a, a good rear shock and a dropper post and an Eagle drivetrain. Now you, you can't get that for less than what? 2,900, 3,000. Like I haven't looked at their prices in a while, but so two things have happened. The prices of bikes have jumped up significantly. So if you're going yeah. from, 23 to 3000 that's 700 bucks that's yeah. an increase of like 30 percent so yeah. that's a 30 percent increase over a year or two is is rough and then you throw in motors in there and all the technology and junk yeah. in that and then yeti so so for yeti right like we can all look at that and be like wow that's really expensive well yeti was already priced high if their prices have gone up 30 percent plus the technology and design plus everything else going up then you get a fifteen thousand dollar e-bike right yeah no yeah it's just um it's just i'm starting to feel like i'm just starting to feel like that's too far like that price that i was talking about with the yeti is just like too much yeah but 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 here's the question how much is too much for a full suspension bike non-motorized I think I'll go to like eight. You know what I mean? See, I think I haven't paid more than five. But most people on the internet would be like, this guy is a baboon. So he thinks eight grand is, yeah. is not too much, yeah, yeah. but but 10 for a motor? Like what a <laughs> lunatic, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> so yeah. I think it's all relative. And Yeah, no, and, I totally understand. I just, I feel like, I don't know. I, I think the most that I would want to spend is somewhere between like, five and eight and that's even tough for me like like i haven't paid more than five grand for any bike so far so yeah i just um yeah i can't i don't know and that and that was like you know speaking of something else that's gone on with me a lot of people have seen that i i sold my evil and part of it was that realization right there that you just had of like uh that yeti's just i think it's just too much money and i had that realization for the bike i was currently riding and i was just like (laughs) 
I was just like, why, why is this bike I'm riding? Does the frame, the frame cost right. $3,600, right? 3,300 bucks plus tax. And I paid full price for it. And I was like, Oh, I got a smoking deal. Cause I get all these other parts. I'm like that. It just dawned on me. Like, that's not cool. Like I'm not okay with that. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. What do you ride? I hear you, man. I got my Ibis Ripley AF, which is a cross country bike. I'm very proud yeah. about it being a cross country bike. It's, oh, you are. That's it's not. Now. It's not a cross country bike. It, you, you it is. And stuff. Full time. What'd you say? You yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Full time clipless. Uh, it's called Lycra. Me and the boys call it, <laughs> so we can slap our butts. And no, I don't wear clips. I wear clipless because yeah, yeah. that's what you have to call it after you shave your legs. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, but no, it's actually it's a 120 in the frame, 140 fork, and it's it's been great, man. It's been really good. And uh, yeah, I'm actually riding a. I have a tall boy now. I don't know if you saw that on my channel, but of course I've seen your tall boy. The 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 color scheme and yeah, the yeah, like the honeycomb time. or whatever yeah, looks yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy did an amazing job on it. Big props to him. Anybody that uh, hasn't went and checked him out on on uh, Instagram, it's at Bizmod B I Z M O D bikes Bizmod bikes. Yeah, um, but that thing is set up one forty. I think it's one twenty in the back. I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure that's the way it comes. One twenty, and yeah, that's been my pretty much go to bike most of the time. Like, um, so I'm I'm digging the the short travel bike. It's definitely fun. I'm not sure if if I'm in the 29er like club yet though. I'm really like there's some things I'm not crazy about. So you're just a freaking troll. That's yeah. all that it is. <laughs> you know it's better. You know it's the future. You're just like nah, I don't know yet. I think yeah. I like old technology. I like wagons. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I think the wheels that I have have too much compliance in them. I don't like it. I can feel like a little flex in some certain certain like circumstances, and I think that's what it is that's bothering me. And um, I'm hoping to build a new set of of rims here in the near future. And um, I'm just gonna sell the ones, even though I mean I just bought them, but it's like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a bigger guy, so you're gonna feel the flex in 29 inch wheels more than yeah. a smaller guy. And I've never I had like really stiff wheels in the first place. Like even on my 27.5, like the MV 735s that I have, like they're super stiff wheels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I've never, ever noticed uh, more compliant or stiffer, softer wheels. And I've yeah. ridden, I've ridden $200 piece of garbage WTB like junk to high end carbon rims and all over around and just like, yeah, it's all, it's all good. Like, yeah. That's just me. Yeah. 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 I definitely have the, every time I've felt it, it's always been on a 29er and yeah. um, I don't know. I, I, uh, <laughs> Paul, the punter is, is saying right now on the comments here is because I don't have DH tires on my bike. I don't feel like that's, I don't feel like that's it. What I tires have, do you have on it? Um, I don't know. I'm freaking like just normal, like, EXO plus freaking Maxis tires depends on which bike. I think on the tall boy right now, I have the DHF DHR combo. Oh, so you do have DH tires. Yeah. I think he's saying like double down or something like that. I don't know what the hell he's trying to say. Maybe I bet, I bet he's thinking you had like an Arden or some like race tire on there. 
No. Why would I have something like that on there? <laughs> That's some weird shit, man. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm I'm really curious. I think if I build the other wheel set, the one that I kind of had my eyes on, probably another set of envies. And um, if I if I do that and I still feel the same way, I'm gonna sell the bike. So, and um, I'll just get a shorter travel 27.5. So maybe a, maybe a, ooh, what, I wonder what bike Robert would buy if he was looking for a short travel 27.5. <laughs> Dude, if you buy a stinking 5010 or whatever dumb bike that <laughs> short travel 275, that that like that's I yeah, I just won't even say anything. That's just it's dumb. Just not you're not feeling it, huh? You know me. It, just yeah. say 275 and I'm like, oh sorry, oh my mom's calling. Sorry guys, I can't right. I can't hang out with you anymore. Yeah. Have you ridden any of the uh any of the the mullet bikes? No, why would I why that's like that's like somebody being like, have you ever done black tar heroin? I'm like, no, I don't do hardcore drugs. Okay. Have you tried ecstasy? No. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to try ecstasy. Like, I feel like that's like way worse. Well, it's not as bad as black tar heroin. Like, yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> like, you're throwing your life away. Just stop. And that's right. what I feel about every time I, I see mixed wheeled sizes. I'm like, just stop. Like we all know, twenty nine is the future. Unless you're a DH rider. If you're a DH rider, twenty seven five rear, twenty nine front. Shy of that, everybody. Either you're stuck in the olden days, you're stubborn as heck, Robert, or you're just <laughs> you're just don't have enough money to buy twenty nine. And I'm I, I get you. I'm with you. So I don't know, man. I heard you give this same kind of like layout about e bikes a couple of years ago, and now you got like four of them in your garage. So <laughs> yes, yes, I. I do. <laughs> I I have very high end mountain bike e bikes that I definitely take on mountain bike trails. I bet you you're gonna have an electronic freaking an e mullet this time next year right there behind you. I'm gonna be like, see, you you mark my words. You mark my words. If I have, if in the next five years I have purchased with my own money an e mullet, you can. You can chop off anything that classifies me as a gender one way or another. You just chop it all off. Chop my leg off. Just yeah. just punch me in the face. Just kill me. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. Just kill me. <laughs> I'll just make a little like clip, Instagram clip of this conversation. We'll just blast it out to the, the world then. Oh, dude. So, yeah, I can only imagine. So I see you got that, uh, that 100,000 subscriber plaque in the background there, man. That's rad, dude. How did Wherever that feel? Is. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, uh, that side over there. I don't, is, is it, oh, there it is. There we go. Yeah, it took, it took me a second. Yeah. Dude, honestly, uh, it was it was anticlimactic, actually. Yeah, and I got it. Uh, I was, oh, it's because I got it about March 2020, which uh, there was just a little bit of things happening at that point. I think yeah, it was right. after that. Yeah, I got it, it probably April 2020. and uh, But at that point, like, I think for me, uh, like I think a thousand subscribers was a huge mark. Yeah. Then it then it was like ten or twenty five, and then it was fifty, and then I was like, whoa, like a hundred thousand. And about when I hit it, I realized nothing is going to change. I'm not going to get a, a pay. Yeah. Like YouTube doesn't mail me a check. Like congrats, here's a hundred dollars. Like yeah, all yeah. they do is send me a plaque. So for me, since YouTube hasn't been my full time dream, that plaque is just a it's 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 cool. 
Like yeah. it's like, so for me, like it wasn't like a change everything for me. I honestly like just see it as like, I knew I could do it and I did it, which was pretty cool. So yeah. 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 That's rad, man. I am. Um, I, I look forward to the day that I get close to getting it and then quit. <laughs> You can have mine, dude. I'll I'll mail it to you. I mean, mail it to throw me. it up You're there. Like, scratch out daily and just like biker, <laughs> dude. Just keep it daily, and people will watch your videos and be like, "Oh, he's got the plaque. Oh, is this his second channel? Must be. Must be. I think, yeah, it must be. I think I'm just gonna make my own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just make it. Like, I could probably go and like get some like glass one made or something like that. And have it in the background and be like, dude, if you didn't get the 14,500 freaking subscriber glass plaque, you're yeah. out of the loop, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, ooh, next time, buddy. <laughs> they only pick good channels to get this one. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like make a whole like reveal unboxing video. Like YouTube right. sent me something real special. Yeah, yeah. They called me up. They're like, dude, you need to be checking your mail, man. <laughs> You've never seen a channel grow this slowly and <laughs> like you deserve something for the amount of work that you put in <laughs> dude i will say like the plaque like every now and then i'll like just be working in the garage and i'll look at it and i'll be like man like i and, I, and i'll think like not to get too like uh philosophical but i'll be like i wanted that so bad and yet now here i am and i'm like if, if i if it broke tomorrow if somebody stole it i would just be like oh, oh well like it's all good yeah because I don't know, like, call me a lamo. That's just how I feel about it now. It, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. But you, you definitely had the hunger for it at one point, you know. D dude, that's I used to. That's what is actually interesting. You know, I wonder if, you know, seventeen years from now, when I finally get mine, <laughs> that I'll be like, man. This is it. Now I can retire. I'm going to quit my job. They're like, no, you're quitting your job because you're actually old enough to retire, Robert. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I knew I was going to full-time YouTube one of these days. Yeah. But no, I, I did have the fire, man. I used to make two and three videos a week. And yeah. I would I would sit in my garage. Some videos that have some of my most views is like, okay, I got to make something this week. Uh, how do, how do, how do you store your bike? All right, yeah. guys. All right. And I can, I remember I would sit down, like think of it, write down like three thoughts, film in like 20 minutes and edit it. And an hour later be like, cool, made another video. I yeah. I'm grinding. I'm, I put another coin and I'm grinding away and it's, yeah, it's working yeah. and it worked. Yeah. 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 What do you think the uh, secret to your success was? Uh, I, I think there was a point when I was like, more subscribers than you and i was like dude you're gonna have way more than me in no time dude and you were like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would be it would be funny now to go and re-watch the first time that i was on a live stream with you and oh, yeah. uh that interview yeah because i was like this is so cool like this guy robert he was on bkxc's channel and then yeah. i met brian and i was like that, that's bkxc right like yeah what was the question? I missed I, it. I <laughs> what the secret to your success was. Oh yeah, sorry. It's like, I, like I, hey, I just don't. Me... <laughs> I just like don't even care for about anything. That like in the middle of this interview, I'm like, what? Why am I here? Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, this, yeah, no, I, I think, think this shitty interviewer just. <laughs> no, <off>. no, <laughs> no. 
I, I think the secret to my success was like, I've told so many people this, but it, it is true. Make videos that you would want to watch. And mm -hmm. I would just make videos about things I had discovered or tips that I had learned for like advancement or like reviews on bikes or why I put certain things on my bikes. And every time it was things I would personally take the time to watch. And yeah. so I think it was that. And then the other thing, like I... I can't help but be genuine. Like I am, and I don't know if that sounds narcissistic, but I am who I am. Like, and so like, I'm very opinionated. I have a lot of reasons like why I like things or don't like things or how I do things differently. And I think that's what people like the most was like, I'm a real dude. And if you meet me in real life, I, everything's the same. And I think people resonate with that a lot. And I think that's why I really like, Robert, you and I have been good friends over the years is, and why I like your channel is because you are who you are. And yeah. I think that goes such a long way with an audience is just being true to yourself. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. I must be doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. There, guys. You're like, yes, you're being very true to who you are, <laughs> but people don't like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and like, I think there's something very important to say, and I've, I've, I've probably said this on your, on your podcast is like, when it comes to YouTube, there's one of two things and that's first or best. Um, either you're the first to do something. And so you have a lot of these people on YouTube that have 10 million subscribers and their content's kind of garbage. And you're like, how do they have 10 million subscribers? Well, they were the first, they were the first scooter back in the day to make out consistent YouTube content and yeah. it grew, right? Or you're the best, or you came out and like, for instance, like cameras or technology, like if you want to be an Apple tech reviewer, YouTuber, good luck. But if right. you are the best, if you put in the most work and have the best consistency and cover things instantly, that will get you the most subscribers too. And so yeah. for, for me, I think I struck while the iron was hot. I jumped on when you could before it was too late and a yeah. thousand other mountain bike YouTube channels came out. And I think that was the difference. And the very first content I made since I was such a consumer of YouTube, I figured a couple things out really quick, engaging thumbnails, engaging titles, get to the point right away and give people helpful information that they're not looking for, but they want, they, they, when they read the title, they're going to want to click it. And so like, I think, yeah. Right time, right place. That right off the bat helped me grow. I think in the first year, I, I was like like 30,000 subscribers. So I think that's what caused that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely. Um, you, were, you were there, you know, right, right at the beginning. So I think I was in that original crew. And uh, looking back, I don't think my content was as good as I thought it was at the time. And mm -hmm. um, the other thing is I had good, really good momentum. And by the time, like, I, like, ran into this, like, burnout phase. I don't remember, like, what happened. Like, I, I remember there were some things going on in my, like, life or whatever. And and I think I just had, like, for whatever reason, I just, I burned out. And it was while my channel was growing well. And I think at that point, I, like, struggled for, like, the next year to, like, figure out what like what was the right balance of, of YouTube and personal life. And I think because of that, that's, I kind of like missed the boat, you know what mm. I mean? Who knows? 
Maybe my content just wasn't good. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I feel like at this point, I'm definitely making pretty good content. I have a decent amount of followers, so it's not like, um, I, I mean, I make jokes about, you know, not being successful or whatever, but I mean, you think about 14,000 people, like that's a freaking like baseball stadium, you know, like that's a shit yeah. ton of people, you know what I mean? Like that you can't, it's really hard being a YouTuber and actually like realizing how many people it is that you're talking to. You know what I mean? You're like, like the video I was talking about, the last like 90 second review has like a thousand views right now. Like if I had a thousand people standing in front of me, like listening to me talk for five minutes, I'd be like, wow, that was a lot of people. And, <laughs> and on YouTube, I'm like, holy crap, a thousand views. This sucks. You know? Like, yeah. It's, it's an odd thing too, because it like, it, that doesn't, yeah, your brain can't comprehend it. And yeah. For YouTube, it's not views that strikes that um, drive for more necessarily. Yeah. Like, like so, like a view, like a, a video I'll put out. It's yeah, my last video, like a hundred plus thousand views, uh -huh. and like a hundred thousand people watch that. And like right. even right. saying it now, I was like, I never sat down and like realized, oh wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Or like you know, uh, one or two of my videos has hit a million views, and like a million right. people. I'm like. That's like oh. all the people in San Francisco or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And like, you don't <laughs> sit down to process it because that's not what, for, like, I'll be straight. Like for me, that wasn't what motivated me. Yeah. It was like, it was like the paycheck and like getting more money and yeah. I, like, for, seriously, like, and so yeah. for me, it's like the more videos I put out or if an old video got picked up by the algorithm and I saw the bigger paycheck, I was like, cool, I'm doing something right. And whatever yeah. I was doing in that moment when the paycheck went up, I'm like, cool, I'll keep doing that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so for me, it wasn't the views as much as the what you get out of the views. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And you get you get numb. So anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's a, it's a strange thing to like, to think about, you know, and it's definitely not, it's not like in your like, your thought process when you start, you know, when you start, at least for me, like I was just hungry to make videos. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even like, I know I remember distinctively like telling my friends, like if I could make enough money to buy one bike part in a year, then I, then it was worth it. You yeah. know? And that was really like, that was where my bar was at. I mean, sure. There was a part of my, me that was like watching BKX, he quit his job and was like, that'd be rad. You, you know what I mean? But, um, I don't really think that that was like, that wasn't in my like set of goals. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like really it was just like, it, I don't know if you're the same way as me or not, but like when I get into something new, like I usually like dive in and, and that's, it was like a new shiny ball that I've never had before. And mm -hmm. I couldn't like, I guarantee you like Katie was, probably so sick and tired of hearing about youtube for like my first like three three to six months i would say at least the first three months i don't think i could have a conversation that didn't like circle back to youtube somehow like yeah. i would talk about some video that i saw i talk about something that i was working on or some camera or you, you know what i mean like it just like it fully and like took over everything that i did i think that's why well, I probably ran into the burnout too, where it was just like, oh my God, like I have done nothing with my time except for like make videos. Like I was riding bike, but I was like riding bike to make videos. 
You know yeah. I mean? It was like, like that was it. That, there was nothing else like that I wanted to do. I mean, and that's just, that's partly my personality though, too, you know? So dude, that, and that's, I'm the exact same way. And yeah. I'll, I'll never forget sitting down with my wife and she's like, this is a lot of time and you're buying a lot of camera equipment. And I'm like, babe, one day you're going to laugh at what you're saying right now because yeah. it's going to be worth it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get a free bike or something's going to happen. Yeah. And, and then like literally a year later, I was like, remember when I said it was going to be worth it? And like, I, I didn't really believe it, but now like, yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But no, I hear yeah. you like that, that, that initial drive and, and jumping in and going for it. And like, all you think about like, yeah, dude, it, it hits you. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Speaking yeah. of going all in, I'm about to open Ooh. another beverage and it's time to talk about Robert, oh. your experience with so, yeah. what, can I introduce this first? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to grab some something to drink while you're doing that. I hope Paul the Puncher is still listening. So all of you guys who know me know I am obsessed, like absolutely obsessed with sparkling water. And I really, I like, I love all the flavors of sparkling water. Any like sort of carbonated beverage, I'm just down for. Uh, some of you may not know, I also really enjoy beer as well. But I don't like drinking copious amounts of beer for what should be obvious reasons. Um, but like, yeah, I love I having a. It's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I like. I like. I, I would. I love having a beer every day or every couple of days. Like, I, I love it. I love the taste. I love the carbonation. It's great. Well, since like eating healthier and trying to be healthier, I realized, man, beer like is just full of calories, like just a ton. And I was like. I wonder if they have beer that's less calories. And so I've tried a couple of like non-alcoholic beers and they just taste like <laughs> me and my wife have both tried it because my wife likes beer too. And every time we're like, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's not bad. Like it tastes like an IPA, but it's like, it's like there's something missing. And every time my wife's like, yeah, the alcohol, I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> And so we're, we're out the other night with some friends at like a, like a, a, a brewery, like it's not a brewery. It's just like a tap house. And I was like, do you guys have any non-alcoholic beer? And she's like, uh, yeah, we have this stuff and it's Lagunitas and it's called Hoppy Refresher. And I saw this and I was like, is it, is it like near beer? And she's like, no, it's kind of like, and she like looks it up and she goes, it's kind of like beer flavored LaCroix. And I look at her and I just stop and I'm like, what did you just say? And she's like, it's like beer flavored LaCroix. I was like, no, it's not. There's no way something is like equal parts LaCroix and like zero calorie and bubbly and like all the flavors of beer I like. So I, I opened that thing up and I just went mm, and I took a sip. I literally stopped and I looked at her and I said, you've created a monster. And then I bought three more and I drank all three of them in a row. And I was like, this is the, I'm not joking to your viewers. This is the best beverage I've ever had in my whole life right here. I am, so, I'm addicted. This is the same pitch that he gave me uh, a week or two ago. And I was like, you know what? Except for he told me about how it tastes like, like an IPA and mm. you can, like all this like beer flavored tastiness, yumminess. And I was like, feeling the same way i was like oh my god if there is a zero calorie beer or something that i could i don't even want to know what you call it 
that I could take to like <laughs> after I'm riding and drink one, one or two or 16 of those instead of real beer, that would be actually maybe beneficial for my weight loss story. So I was like, you know what? I should buy some and review it. And I was actually planning on doing a 90 second review video with that being like the first time I tasted it. However, comma, I have another <laughs> friend who likes the uh, the LaCroix just as much as Josh. You guys know uh, Richard from Stickered is a big LaCroix fan. Mm. And uh, I was over at his house and we, we did some fun writing and I, I had some real beers. And uh, um, Richard doesn't doesn't drink anymore. So he he grabbed some of those from the store. And I was like, man, I really want to try those. I, I think I actually saw it in a store. I pointed out and he's like, you know what? I'll grab some of those. And uh, he gave me the same pitch that you did about how it like tastes like beer and it's so good and blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> I hate LaCroix as much as Josh says he loves it. Oh, like gosh. it is no. disgusting to me. Like no. I take a drink and it makes me feel like instantly I want to puke. Like there is nothing <laughs> about it that I find even, even like slightly entertainingly possibly good. Nothing about it. And um, every have time you heard, wait, life, have you heard me describe what LaCroix, like it tastes like you have a perfectly good cup of water and then somebody ate fruit and then burped into your water. That's what it tastes like. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to keep my, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bite my tongue. Let me finish my story. Sorry, sir. Sorry, <laughs> no, sir. Right. I'm very good. I'm very good at interrupting people. So I'm <laughs> glad you did to me. Um, so this is the deal. I went into tasting this thing thinking that it was going to taste remarkably like a great beer with zero calories. And I took the biggest, <laughs> I already had four or five beers, a chug of this stuff and it hit the palate and everything inside of me said, spit this the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> it is so bad. And I swallowed it just because I was half drunk already. And I thought the very first thing that came to my mind was, I can't do that video. <laughs> I can't do it. I cannot drink this ever again. Robert, here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. You drink it after drinking other beers. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem. <laughs> that's like, that is like, I, like, uh, what's the equivalent? That's like, I feel like. That's like eating buttered bread and then eating like a low calorie cracker. If that's like eating the richest ice cream and then like eating a styrofoam flavored, like that's flavored like ice cream. It's like, of course it's going to taste like garbage. I don't know. I, uh, it had all of the taste of sparkling water that I have hated from the bottom of my, my soul, my entire life. That's what it had in it. It was like full to the brim of nastiness. I don't know Dude. how you guys like that stuff. Katie drinks that stuff. Like, oh my God, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like that would be like you know like like people are like oh what happens to you in hell like you have to do whatever you hate the most all the time that would be ride 27 five wheels yeah, yeah right. what bike <laughs> i would be drinking lacroix that's exactly where my life would start out they'd be like oh good to see you robert have have some hoppy refresher <laughs> <laughs> well anyway to your listeners if you like lacroix and you like like hoppy like the taste of hops then this is like the slightest taste of beer in a LaCroix. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. That's, I'm not, I can't, I can't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how you do it. Honestly. Dude, my wife tasted it. She's like, that's the best thing ever. And I was like, you can't you have are, them. They're mine. You should go talk to your doctor like uh, together. Yeah. See, there's probably something wrong with you guys. <laughs> Me, Kristen and Richard walk into a doctor's office. <laughs> I think there's uh, something wrong with us. Are uh, it three of you? <laughs> Don't worry. It's not that. It's not that. Anyway. <laughs> My friend Robert said. <laughs> yeah. So I see you got the uh, little kid's bike up there. Is that like a little strider or something like that hanging up on the wall? Oh, dude, that, uh, yeah, so that is a pedal bike. Next to it is a Strider bike. Uh, but what my son Eli has, that's really sick. Oh, grab it. It's kind of cool. Okay. So if you guys haven't seen Josh's garage, he's got a couple of shelves behind him just full of stuff, which is actually really good for me on this channel because then I can just talk about whatever I see. Oh, that's a rad bike. It looks right, like a, so little this... dirt, a little baby dirt jumper with some big fat tires. Because it is. It's a Commonsall. It's So Commonsall makes the raddest kids bike. And it has a disc brake on the back. Oh, it wow. has one yeah. wheel. And you can pedal it backwards, which is way ahead of where kids should be. Yeah. But I threw a hydraulic Shimano disc brake on here. And so <laughs> uh, it like, as soon as my son first hit the brakes, he was skidding everywhere and he loved it. But this thing is rad. And kids bikes, much, man. Like, How much is that? I think it was like 380 bucks. Oh, wow. It's kind of pricey for a kid's bike. Yeah. Yeah. It's very pricey. But the nice thing about it is kids bikes hold their value like no other. Yeah, they do. So he'll ride it and then his little sister will ride it. And once yeah. they're done with it, we'll probably sell it for 300 bucks. Yeah. I uh, always gave those things away. I don't know why, but I, I don't know. I always felt like it was like best to like, I don't know. I just always gave them away. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I, cause I bought nice bikes for my kids too. When they were young like that, like definitely spent, um, probably close to that, like buying like a Marin or something like that, that I could get them to understand how to shift or to have, you know, like actually be a good bike. Cause you know, I, I think when you're a person that rides a lot of bike, you know, where like, yeah, they're worth what they cost. Right. Yeah. Even though I had the whole conversation about the e-bikes, I'm, <laughs> you know, but, but like so like with them i was like hey i'll buy this good bike both my kids will ride it and then eventually i'll give it away you know and um um like i think my friend after our, like that one marine that i was thinking about like the friend that i gave it to like went through like three of his kids or something two or three of his kids i think he gave it away too it's like that's kind of crazy you know? that thing has like its own life you know yeah but uh definitely worth it i'm all about passing them on but like the, like these ones are cheap ones yeah but yeah. this one i was like i don't know we'll we'll see yeah. when the time comes right somebody might need it and then it works usually out what, give it away. usually what happens to me is like it's in the garage like for a while because i'm like lazy and procrastinate actually selling it for like two years and then i'm just like one day somebody's like oh man i need to get a bike for my kid and i'll be like oh 
I could get rid of that thing in my garage. <laughs> oh, uh, it's only been a day. I mean, two years I've been supposed to get rid of this perfect timing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably the real reason. I don't know. Yeah. So, who knows? So how, how's the boy doing? Is he, uh, how, how old is he now? So Eli will be five in November. Oh, wow. So he's like, is he in, he in kindergarten this year or next year? He's in preschool. Yeah. So he's pre- preschool still. So yeah. next year is like the big year going to big boy school. You know, that's fun. That's super fun. Yeah. No, he's stoked. And dude, he loves biking and he's a little ripper for being a four year old. Like, yeah, he shreds. Like he, he has a bunch of cousins who are older than him. And so whenever they visit us, we always tell them to bring their bikes. And Eli like slays all of them, like nine year olds. He's like, check this out. That like, goes full speed, like rams on the brake. I was like, and they're like, how'd you do that? He's like, ah, hydraulic brakes. He doesn't say yeah. that. He's like, I break anyway <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah but no he's that's, rad dude that's hella cool yeah my, i have a buddy that has a real young young kid right around that age he might be a little bit younger too like he's like probably like four or something like that and uh he's a little ripper man i, I yeah. just i and you know you see kids like that and you're like wow man that's like that's pretty rad you know to have that like skill set at that young age so hopefully he sticks with it you know Oh yeah. I've already taken him to the trails, like green trails. Yeah. And he's got at that age, they're so small and so low to the ground. Um, he's got no fear. It's like big bumps, like things like yeah. that. I, my wife wouldn't roll over on her bike. He's just yeah. was like, well, okay. And he's like, "Whoa, that was bumpy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, like you sent it. Like it's pretty yeah. rad. Yeah. 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 It's something about that age. They definitely don't have much fear. Like almost like, to the extent of like you could really injure yourself and you you don't look at it that way at all oh yeah yeah he definitely fell off like no trails like uh when you there's a a hillside you cut into them and so you can kind of fall off if you like go off the trail you're gonna like tumble down yeah yeah he definitely got went way too slow one time at like a peak of one of those points and then like i was like oh shoot please don't like lean oh <laughs> fell down and he freaked out he was yeah. fine i was definitely trying not to laugh and he was in tears and he's like i, I was too close to the edge I'm like yeah dude yes you were <laughs> no fear Good yeah time. yeah yeah that's 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 fun man enjoy it dude it's um unbelievable how fast it goes my daughter left for college um in august and so that's those those of you who don't know, I have, I have two kids, so she was my youngest, and uh, it's really weird that like I'm at that point in my life where both my kids are gone, and you you look back on the whole experience, and I remember when they were born, thinking like, man, it's like this is at least the next eighteen years I'm doing this, you know, this is my new job, and it yeah. seemed like a really freaking long time, and then like you're at the spot when the job's over and you're looking back and you're like, where did that go? Like it went like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. It goes by too fast, man. And like, that's also part of the reason I definitely slowed down on the channel is like, I do want to spend more time with my kids yeah. and just, you know, for me, I was every Saturday I would try to film for like more than half the day. And yeah. So doing that and editing and trying to be healthy and work out, like all of it adds up a ton way yeah, too quick. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely does, man. And it's like, it's, 
if you have the personality like like we do from what you said earlier, it's really easy to find yourself in a spot where you kind of forget about that, you know? And mm -hmm. I think that was part of the thing that whenever I had like my, my burnout like period where it was like, I realized that, like, I realized what I like, what I was ignoring, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and um, I didn't want to be that person, you know? And so it was, but I also didn't want to give up my channel and that's, that's kind of when I think around that time is when I actually first started doing the biker bar. Cause I was like, Oh, I can do these like interviews and I can like have some kind of content on my channel and it'll like give me time to not be working on a, on a video. You know what I mean? That's yeah. back when it was, was not its own channel. And, uh, here we are now. I feel like I have a pretty good, like, balance to it now but i don't know man sometimes sometimes you're like at least for me i i go through these like peaks and valleys with how i feel about youtube where sometimes i'm like you know what tomorrow i'm gonna make a video tell everybody i'm done mm. you know and then other days i'm like this is rad dude i'm so stoked that i'm still doing this you know like and, yeah. and i don't know if like it's normal to go that far up and down with it or or if it's like just me, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know. And like, um, that's at least like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've thought today's the day I'm quitting doing YouTube, you know? Yeah. I, I resonate with that a ton and yeah. it's something I've been debating for, uh, probably over a year. Yeah. Probably a year and a half. And what I, I came to the point too, and I need to make a video to update it, but part of the reason I haven't is my new philosophy on making videos, but I do just need to make one. Um, is a couple of my favorite YouTubers are a guy named William Osman, and then he has, uh -huh. he has a buddy, Michael Reeves. Everybody knows okay. Michael. He uh, he made like the, uh, the robot that can perform surgery. Like he's like super vulgar, like drops the F-bomb all the time. Uh, Kind of like another biker channel I know. Anyway, uh, and but no, um, super entertaining. And both these guys, from everything I can tell, they have zero rhythm for when they put out videos. Yeah, they just wait until they have good content and then put it out. Yeah. And for me, I realized like having like FSA is still currently a sponsor for me through this year, and in my contract, I'm you know, I'm supposed to make a video for them every month. And yeah. that always weighs on me in the back of my head. Yeah. Like, I, I need, I'm supposed to be doing this. Like, even if I make a, a banger, like it's like a million views, like I still am supposed to make one every month. And it's like, yeah. but if I make a banger, that gets a million views and that's better than all the videos over a year that wouldn't get that Doesn't many matter. views. Right, yeah. right. And so for me, I realized like, that's the way I want to approach YouTube for now on. I don't want to make any videos that I don't love to make and that I think yeah. are just really good. And if yeah. they fail, I'm proud of it. And that's enough. Yeah, and yeah. if they do well, well, they did well because I'm proud of it and I knew it was going to be enough. Yeah. And I, I haven't had that many videos that I felt that way. I did when I first started because yeah. when I first started, it was like, I have all these ideas and I'm so stoked. And right now I'm in a phase where like, there's not a lot I'm stoked on. Yeah. Um, but even sharing like about these dumb e-bikes, you're like, that's a great idea. Like giving away 10 e-bikes. I was like, yeah, I yeah. know. 
And if you know me and like, you know me, Robert, yeah. like a lot of the people do, it's like, that's me. And that's something that would get me excited to like make a video. Yeah. And yeah. so for me, that's my new mantra of YouTube is like for my, like people have been asking me, like I said earlier, like, are you alive? Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, everything's actually great. Like it's better yeah. because I'm waiting till it's something I love and just can't wait to do. And when I do it, you guys will feel that and it will be worth it. Yeah. 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 I, um, I, I, I also resonate with what you said because I, every time I have something I'm obligated to do, I really don't want to do it. <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? Like, like it, it just like, Oh, I got this set of wheels. I have to do this review, you know, or, or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, it just weighs on me. And, and for whatever reason, like it doesn't motivate me. Like yeah. my personality is like procrastinate those things that you feel like you're obligated. You know, I don't know why, you, you know what I mean? So like, then it just like turns into this like vicious cycle of me procrastinating and not doing it, then feeling bad because I'm not doing it and then not doing it because I'm feeling bad. And like, just, yeah, like, yeah, dude, it, it just like goes on and on and on. So, um, I think, you know, yeah, it, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Cause it's like on one hand, I was like, Oh, I want to get some sponsors so I can like make some more money with the channel. But then on the other hand, I'm like, if I really do that, like, then like I'm I may have something like what you have, you know, where it's like you have to do this much content. And it's like, I don't know if I actually want to do that. And that's why I really I personally like truly enjoy the people that I have or I'm thankful for the people that I have on Patreon because they're really like if there wasn't that bit of money coming in from Patreon, I 100 percent would have quit a long time ago. And, and I know like I've had some other people, I think Paul said in the past, he's like, you make it sound like you only do it for the money. And it's like, well, the money motivates me. So like, that's, I mean, it is what it is. Like, yeah, uh, you know, like I, I, for whatever reason that, you know, that, that does motivate me. So, and yeah, so it, it's interesting. So I really appreciate those people on Patreon and um, they keep, they keep the channel alive, you know? And so. Yeah, I, I kind of lost my train of thought where I was going to say, but no, no, I get I get it, man. Like, yeah, yeah. and and it does like the money does definitely apply to it because it it's that it gets you out of that loop of like, I have to do this. I'm obligated. And it's like, oh, cool. People are just are supporting me like they like what yeah. I'm doing and it means the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the other thing, though, too, is kind of like that's sort of where I'm at with my videos now. And I. I had some stuff that I like needed to get done. I don't remember what it was. Let's just, I, I had a couple of edits that I had to get done. And then it sucks because I, I always want to be I, where I want to be, which I'm hoping after I finish this video I'm working on now is where I'll be, is like, I always do best whenever I went and I filmed something or I wrote something and I can actually like come back and like that next day or two, like actually start the project. Because whenever I sit on footage, like the thing that I'm editing right now, like when I did this ride, I was freaking over the moon of it. Like, mm. you know what I mean? So I was like super anxious to see the footage and to put it together. And but because I had other things that I had to do, like 
it was, you know, two months or whatever until I got to it. Right. Mm -hmm. And here I am now and I'm editing the, the video and it's definitely like, it's not as fun. You know, it's yeah. more of like a job kind of instead of like being fun. And I want it after this video to like not really plan on a video and kind of like what you were saying until it's like, no, this is actually I'm going to go film today. And when I get done with that, I'm making a video out of that, you know, mm -hmm. and, and because that actually works the best for me personally, whenever I can like film and right, like walk straight into the computer and, and get to it, you know? Yeah. Cause otherwise yeah, that, I just lose my interest, you know? Yeah. There there's, there's a healthy part of that process to keep the stoke high. Yeah. That, that procrastination or life like can kill at times. And like, yeah. we, we've all been there, man. Like I've been, yeah. I've been there so many times where it's like, I just have zero energy. And then a month goes by and I'm like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah. And yeah. In fact, uh, yeah, that was my my Walmart e-bike video. I think we had to like because of weather and junk and like filming schedule yeah. with um, my editor at the time. Like it just didn't work out until like a month later to go and ride the bike. And I was like, I don't yeah. even know if I want to ride this stupid thing on hard trails. That's I'm gonna hurt myself. And I was like, yeah. hey, that's probably worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. It, it's, it's definitely interesting, you know. So I, I think that's part of like the beginning of having your channel and like getting to a, wherever you get with YouTube, you either get to a spot where you figure out like actually how you can continue to do it, like on your terms mm -hmm. or you, or you quit, you know, and, and maybe your terms are like sets, like bang out a bunch of shit, awesome edits all the time. Like maybe that's it, but maybe it's, you know, once a month, maybe it's every three months, who knows, you know what I mean? But, um, I think I, the one thing, I mean, outside of Patreon that really keeps me like in it is that I don't want to like leave the community. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, it's like, I really enjoy being a creator with all of you guys and like talking about it. And like, it feels cool whenever people are like, oh, you got a YouTube channel. Like I didn't expect an old fat dude like you to have one, you know, like, <laughs> That resonates so. with me so much, man. Like I feel the same way. Like I don't, I don't want to lose my subscribers. Like I don't want to. Like yeah. the, the I love riding on a trail. People are like, "Whoa, you're daily." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I love that, dude. Yeah, it's super that, that, that that's something that's really special. That is a bummer about scaling back or quitting, so to speak. Yeah. Is like you feel like you're gonna lose that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely. Um... And it, it's crazy when people come up to you and like tell you like, oh man, like you got me into writing or you're mm -hmm. like, what? Like I didn't make a video like, hey, I want to inspire people that don't ride bikes to get on out and ride bikes. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. when somebody comes up and tells you like watching your videos made them want to go buy a mountain bike, you're like, what were you watching my channel for? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even understand, you know? Well, I was I was YouTube and fat people eating cereal, and, right. and then then it was fat people on trampolines, and then all of a sudden there was fat people on mountain bikes, and yours popped up, and I was like, maybe I I, I don't have enough money for a trampoline, but I have a bike, so I did it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, that, sorry, okay. that was a comment somebody left on my channel. So oh, sorry. was it? Okay, yeah. yeah. I, 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 was, I was resonating with. Yeah. So, are you coming down for Sea Otter? 
No, I'm not. No, uh, okay. I was I was gonna say it'd be cool to see you. Uh, are you coming down for Sedona? Yes, the plan. I the plan is 100 for me to go to Sedona, and I am super stoked about that. What's your favorite ride that you've done in Sedona? Oh, dude. Um, uh, honestly, like going and riding the white line right away was pretty pretty up there as far far as fun. Just because like you don't have many moments of like adrenaline pumping. It, I, I don't that much in mountain biking, but yeah. that one was like, I've got to do this. And this is rad. Um, for me, I would say on, on all of it. I love the different terrain. I love the landscape. I love the, the red rock. Like yeah, every double black there is like a, a dream writing yeah. hangover with Paul and the other goobers that day was really fun. Um, so that was a good day. And then I went and rode with uh, RC on what was the trail? I don't even know. Yeah. That's how much I remember. I hear you. I think what was that? There. What's the other uh, double black? I um, remember Highline. Highline. That was, was yeah. it Highline? Yeah. And Highline was really fun. Like I enjoyed that too. Yeah. It's like, like kind it of a pretty te- technical climb and then, then like gets just like kind of out in the open and then it gets pretty gritty on the like some rocky like techie downhill stuff yeah yeah that one's a, that one's a pretty fun one um I, I definitely enjoy that trail i i think it is like gorgeous there like i always tell people when somebody asks me about sedona the first thing i tell them is every direction you turn your head looks like a postcard yeah you know it's like that's the best way that i can explain it like it doesn't matter what direction you're looking, it looks like a postcard. And um, that's really rad. I like the riding. It's, it's super fun. But I don't know. It's something about the, the just the event. I don't know what it is about that event. I just really like the vibe. You know what I mean? And uh, it, it's like small enough that you feel like everybody's there together. Like even like yeah. the people in the booths. You're like, oh, dude, let's go swing by Tasco. And like, you know what I mean? It's like you're you're like you don't have to like tell anybody like, Hey, meet back here at three o'clock. It's like, go do whatever the hell you want to do. We'll bump into each other. Guarantee it. You know what I mean? And like, it's rad at the end of the day, everybody's kind of like over by the beer tents and the, the, the band's playing. And I don't know. It's just a really fun time. As far as the writing goes though, I don't know what my favorite would be. The one thing I don't like is that I'm such a freaking Northern California guy that's used to descending for miles. I always joke that Arizona is like climbing down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it is a definitely more like technical climbing. I remember watching Steve's videos, like Hardtail Party Steve, and he'd be like, I'm going to go clear all these climbs. And I was like, you enjoy working (laughs) on a climb like that? Like. That sounds like I'd rather get kicked in the nards. Like, why would I do? I ride up so I can go down. Nobody dreams about climbing up a trail. Everybody dreams right. about going down a trail. So, right, I, right, I, I right. Get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny when you're there riding with the Arizona guys, and they're like, "All right, dude, we're gonna get the downhill on," and you're like, "Oh, sweet!" And then, like, like 17 seconds later, they're you're climbing, and you're like, "I thought we were going down." And they're yeah. like, no, wasn't that rad? And you're like, what are you talking like, about? That's it? <laughs> that was it? What are you, what are you guys <laughs> doing? But uh, but no, like I agree with you, but I still, I don't know, man. I just love all of it. And yeah. you nailed it. Like that festival 
it's not Seattle's is nuts. And that's yeah. mainly because like it's Lycra and it's road cycling. And I'm I side note, I'm super curious how Sea Otter is gonna be this year with COVID yeah. going on. Like who knows how that is. And with Sedona, are I did hear they're having it in March again, right? Yeah, for twenty twenty two. So that's gonna be interesting, I think, having the two back to back. Yeah, I really don't understand why they did that. Like, I really don't like it's so close, you know, and there's a lot of people that travel mm-hmm. for that, you know, and um, like, even for me, I'm like, man, do I want to fly back right back down there and like a couple months, you know, like, I don't know, but yeah, it's definitely fun. It is something about that event. I don't know. Sea Otter, like you were just saying, it's like, there's, it's like sensory overload there. There's like yeah. too many things to look at, you know? Where you start yeah. feeling like drained from looking at things. And Sea Otter is like every biking company ever. The yeah. Sedona Mountain Bike Fest is like every mountain bike company. Like literally, there's so many cool mountain bike companies. Like, and they're all super down to earth, good people. Yeah. And like you, they're all at Sea Otter too. Like no doubt about it. But there is like this. It's it's just your people there. Like there's not yeah. th- nobody's wearing well cross country people are in lycra. No one's has a road bike, right? Like that right. just want to be cool. It's just it's yeah. yeah, it's rad, dude. Something special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good time, and I I just really enjoy like I think because it's so small, it's real easy to bump into a bunch of your friends and like just hang out with everybody and like like sea otter. You could go there with your friend and actually like not see them for three hours. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and be like, oh, dude, uh, meet me back at the car. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. not even see him at all. So, yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm re- I really am. Oh, man, what else? I, I was going to tell you something, and now I can't remember what the hell it was. Oh, well. About Sedona or Sea Otter? No, it's like something popped in my mind. I was going to tell you. I thought it would you, you would think it was entertaining, but I can't remember what it I, For some reason, I thought it had something to do with me and like the Flip. But I was going to say, probably something with Zach and his bike being broken. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll be down there this year too. So just, uh, that'll, that'll be you'll you'll be able to you'll be able to catch up with him then, <laughs> yeah. which is awesome, dude. Right, right. So, um, what what um. What kind of riding? You said you're doing a lot of gravel riding lately. Yeah, I've been riding my gravel bike more, just trying to get miles in and just what trying you, different. Are you actually like riding it like on trail kind of stuff, or because I have a gravel bike, I really just use it like a road bike. I I would say like seventy percent, eighty percent of my riding's on the road with a gravel yeah. bike, but yeah. I do go up on uh, our local mountain bike trails and hit up the green trails, and it's really yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I always like I, I've taken it out a couple of times to like uh, an area around here that's kind of like, let's just say lame on a mountain bike. And yeah. I I feel like like when I'm on it, I'm like trying to like hit my dropper and that's not working. And like, <laughs> it's, just, like it's like really weird, you know, and uh, I'm like, maybe I would like it more if I had a dropper post for my gravel bike. I'm not sure. I think you would. I don't have a dropper post, but it's just like terrifying. And that's kind of part of the fun is like, I'm going to die, but it's, I like that. So, uh, but no man, like uh, I've been doing gravel riding and trying to run some more just to be healthier. And um, yeah, dude, just like typical mountain biking too. I still mountain bike. I ride my bike every day, but I mountain bike 
four days a week. Yeah. 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 I've been, um, I don't know the last, like, I'm actually just coming off of it. I had like a two week stint where I was like, I don't even fucking like mountain biking anymore. I'm, I'm going to sell my shit. <laughs> did you really like i i wasn't quite that far but it was like i did not want to ride at all yeah and i don't know what it was like it wasn't like like a couple like a month or so ago we had smoke really bad from all the fires that was going on and like that you would think would be like one of those things where it's like okay i can understand why you didn't want to ride it's like nasty outside but um that wasn't it at all for some reason though i just like i could not get myself to like go i didn't care like I couldn't mm -hmm. like talk myself into going on the mountain bike ride. I couldn't talk myself into going on a road ride. Like just um, lost all my motivation for it. But um, it seems to be coming back. So I'm stoked about that. So I, I apparently have been um, efficiently going through tires lately. So that's my new thing. Oh, really? I don't know what it, it's just like crappy luck. Because, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, dude, I haven't freaking ripped the tire in like a year. And then all of a sudden it's like you do like three of them in like, like consecutive rides, you know, like yeah. I ripped the tire on my, like on my tall boy, I ran over something. I was in Santa Cruz going down the road, just started the ride, ran over something, you know, when you hear, hear, hear the air coming out of your tire so fast that you're instantly like that one's done. Yeah. It was like that. Like, I don't even know what I hit. It had to be like some kind of glass or something because it just like sliced it open like the all the air in the tire was gone in like three seconds. You know, what have, I mean? you, like have you tried to use a rubber patch to patch those? You know what? Somebody on my Instagram because I posted a picture of the tire said that you could get like a car patch for that. And I was like, I wouldn't trust it. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, that's kind of stupid. Like if it works for a car, like, of course, it would work for your bike. And I, I should do that. I, 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 that's actually a pretty good video idea there, Josh. Yeah. And the reason I'm saying is because <laughs> uh, first off in the Pacific Northwest, you don't go through tires. Like you just, you just don't. Yeah. And so I have never, ever had a detrimental fail to my tires where I couldn't keep riding them. Really? And I use the same set of tires for a whole year, like on wow. like all the time. Yeah. And well, and that's not much to you, but uh, but until the other day, I got one of my front tire that was big enough, and I didn't have bacon strip. And I like looked online, and people are like, "Oh, if you're gonna take the tire off and remedy it, just get a, a tire, a rubber tire patch." And so I went to Napa AutoZone, and lit and literally, me being an extrovert, like me and Robert are very similar, and like talk to everybody, right? Yeah. I'm like, "Hey, you guys got a." you guys got tire patches? And he's like, yeah, over there. And so I went and picked one up. They're three bucks. And what? I come up. Yeah. And I come up and um, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to patch up my mountain bike tire. And he's like, oh yeah, man, I used to, I used to patch up inner tubes or I'd patch up anything with these things. And some other guys like, he's like, kids, you know, Nancy's these days, they don't even know how to use those things anymore. I'm so happy. A young guy is trying to figure oh, this no. out. And I'm like, yeah, but seriously, it's three bucks and it comes with enough work to do like 20 patches and and literally five minutes later, you let it dry for 24 hours. My my wheels back to new, man. It's perfect. Oh man, you should have told me that like two hours ago before I ordered a new tire. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm definitely gonna go buy one. You talked me into it. I think I might even film it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good one. Um, 
because the tire I have on there is still pretty good. And that's the thing that sucked about the one on the tall boy, which I told the, the guy at the bike shop to, to go ahead and throw it away. So um, anyways, the, I guess what I was saying is I ripped one on the tall boy. I took it back because I wanted to ride that bike um, on the whatever ride it was. And I was like, took the bike to the, the bike shop, bought the new tire. And I just put it on while I was standing there talking to my buddy that works there. And uh, you uh, put it on. Yeah, I put it on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Right. That's because I'm also cheap. So yes, I didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> true. So I'm very lazy, but I'm also very cheap. And apparently cheap like is, is more, I'm more cheap than I am lazy. Yep. <laughs> true, so, true, true. So then the very next ride on my Bronson is whenever I ripped the Bronson tire. So I'm like, Ugh. and that's, that, I have that aggressor on there. And it's a rear tire. I really yeah. like that tire. Aside from the fact that every time you put it on, you think you have it on backwards. Have you ever seen the tread on that? I think I have an aggressor. I don't know, but yeah, it looks like 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 the ramp, like it's like pointed like uh, backwards. Like you would think that the way that the little peaks in the middle, they you would think that they would be pointing the other direction. And I, it, I swear I have one. Sorry, I'm super. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, I think yeah. it. I think it's right I'll there. I'll keep talking about it while you go look. So, <laughs> so like, it, it's just really weird because they, they're like, it's kind of like the, the back of an arrow, like the way that they're like kind of pointed out, like, 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 uh, like diamonds, I guess you would say. Yeah, this is them. Like yeah. So the way that you see them pointing, like the ramps look like they, they would be going in the front direction. That's actually the backwards direction. Like if you look yeah. at the, the way that, 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 like that thing goes, like it's it's actually on your tire mounted the opposite direction. That's a, yeah. that's a guy, isn't it? Or that's no. This this is an aggressor. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it says it right there, huh? No, it says ask the guy, dude. No, no, no. So yes, this says ask the guy. This is what I do to put it on my wall to make it look pretty. Oh. This has white <laughs> Maxis white Maxis logos though, and I'll prove it to you. So you know I'm not an, uh, a crazy person. <laughs> no, I but I mean, just... like, so that means it came from a like a like from the factory that so it's not like one a retail one, which you have right. on retail thing. So I, I I believe you. And as you know, I'm as cheap as you are. So <laughs> that's mean, no, awesome that you put there, it back right? on there though, so that you could hang it up. I'm actually. Oh yeah. I've been collecting those things. I feel like I want to oh. make some kind of art project out of it. Oh, Here we go. It is. What do you know? There's an esser. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's actually a really good tire. I was running that with the Asagai up front, and I think that's probably my favorite like tire combination right now. However, ah, it's like man. really hard to like buy what you want right now, so I can't freaking. I I like I have mismatched stuff all over. I, I don't have what I want on my bikes. Yeah, the aggressor is really good for hard dry. So like California is where it's yeah. really good. It's good here for the summer. But I have a DHR2 and then the aggressor up front or the aggressor, the ask guy up front. And that's yeah, money. I like that ask the guy up front. And one of my friends said this to me and I didn't realize it until he had said it. But there's like this big space in between the center channel of the DHF and the side knobs. And you kind of feel that when you're riding. Mm -hmm. Like there's like a, a moment of until the side knob catches. And like where it's like feels a little washy, you know what I mean? And um, that ass the guy doesn't have that. Like it's mm. like there's like there's little knobs in there. So when you lean it over, 
it just feels connected the whole time, like all the way into as far as you want to lean it over. But uh, yeah, I think that's a really good tire. So yeah, I, I am not the guy to talk about how tires feel or wheel wobbliness. I'm just like, yeah, it has two wheels and it yeah. went down the hill. I don't know how I became that guy. I really don't. Because <laughs> I like, there's a lot about bikes that I have freaking no clue, like suspension. Like people are like, how much pressure do you put in there? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, seriously, like how much do you have in there? I, I had to put the shock pump on my fork the other day to tell my buddy how much air was in there. I was like, oh yeah, it's at 90. He's like 90. How do you have it so low? I'm like, I don't know. It feels good. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, well, what, do you have, what do you have in the rear? I was like, I don't know. I put it up to like what my weight was when I bought the bike, like two years ago. You know, like, <laughs> who knows what's in there now? You know? <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's me too. A suspension, it's pretty bad. Yeah, and then God forbid, like, like I accidentally like turn a knob and it like makes a bunch of clicks, and then I'm like, oh crap! I'm never. Gonna, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what I'm feeling for when I'm like, when you see guys, they like click it and they're like, oh yeah, they click it again. Nope, nope, click it one more. Oh, wait, let me do the other click on the bottom, the, the bottom clicky instead of the top clicky. And then <laughs> when they push it again, they're like, oh, yeah, it's perfect. And I'm like, I, the only thing I can do with those knobs is turn them all the way one direction or the other. Yeah. That's basically, like, I can tell the difference between 100% up and zero. And other than that, I have no clue what's happening in the middle. Robert, you should make your own suspension, like B1 suspension. And it's like, <laughs> We don't have top clickies. We don't have bottom clickies. We barely have PSI. It works every time. B1 no suspension. Yeah, yeah. No clickies. I think that's probably why I liked the uh, the um, the lefty. There wasn't a lot of clickies on that. I think there don't, was a rebound and that was it. Don't. Just don't, man. You yeah, can't no. say that word. Lefty 27.5, that, I'll quit my, uh, my job. I'll quit my life. I'll leave my wife. Like That would be the worst. But if you had a lefty 27.5 mullet e-bike, you would be done. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we're, we're laying yeah. out Josh's hell right now. <laughs> Dude, I would hate all of that. Every single thing about it. Hit it with a sledgehammer. I don't understand, man. Why don't you like the lefty? What's wrong with the lefty? What's good about the lefty? It was an awesome fork. It was light. They don't make them anymore. Because of haters like you. No, because nobody would buy them because they're garbage. Because they SRAM garbage. and Fox have it all figured out. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I will say Fox <laughs> is pretty dialed, though. I have a DVO on my tall boy, and I think I really like that thing. I have not done any clickies on it since one day one of my friends did something to it. And I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, the guys at DVO are awesome. And that makes me want to ride some DVO stuff. I've tried one of their forks before. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to get it serviced because I, I just realized the other day, I'm like, dude, you've had this fork on three bikes. I think you should get it serviced. <laughs> it's like, I kind of feel like more, like in my mind, it's still that, oh, that's that new fork I got. Oh no, my dude, gosh, Robert. not new. <laughs> dude, like I actually get my suspension serviced. So yeah, that... That's something you should do. At least a lower service. You can do that in your garage, bro. Yeah, that's one of my friends when uh, Steve Y was telling me, and he's like, "Oh yeah, dude, you you can totally do that." And I'm like, I don't feel like you know who you're talking to. 
<laughs> air you can know. services are easy and lower services. I just started recently doing my own lowers. It's very easy. What do you got to do? How's it go? Uh, well, you just unscrew a couple of nuts. You drop the lowers down and then it like lets out a bunch of oil. And then you basically like clean them, check crap, re-lube it, and then inject the right amount of oil and put the caps on and then you're done. Hmm. But sense. you need a full service, dude. You need a full rebuild on your fork and probably your shock. I don't, I don't, I don't like the, what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> has, your, has your fork literally been around for three years? I don't think it's been three years, but it's been three bucks. Is your I've pike? Bought, the, the pike? The one yeah. on the Bronson? No, I've only had the Bronson for like a year, so it's only that been written that long. Oh, I think I don't remember when I bought the Bronson, but the no, I'm talking about the DVO. I had that on the aluminum chameleon, I had it on the carbon chameleon, and now I have it on the tall boy. Oh, yeah, dude, get that thing serviced for yeah. goodness, for goodness sakes, man. How much isn't that stuff expensive? That's the reason I never do it. When no, I, like, dude, oh my god, it's so expensive. I literally had to buy RockShox oil and uh suspension cleaner. I think I was out the door for like 20 bucks. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And you you should get stuff at cost anyway, so I don't know about all that. Have you not found a local bike shop to get stuff at cost with? No, they don't give it to me at cost. Just tell them who you are and say, yeah. "Hey, I'll mention your bike shop every now and then on the biker podcast." Right now, Joe Schmo Bike Shop could just get free marketing right here. Yeah, they could. I tried there's there's one I tried and they're just they weren't feeling it. Oh, dude. Uh, go to the Lost Co. in Bellingham. Thanks to the Lost Co. for all their help. Check them out on YouTube. There we go. Yeah. See? All yeah. worth it. Yeah, I would definitely go to him if um, if I was in Bellingham, which reminds me I need to come up there and visit because I lost a bet with you. Oh, wow. The chat just got spammed by hot <laughs> web girls. Like, dude, I saw that. Hit really hard with that. Sorry. <laughs> like, oh, that caught me off guard. I was like, holy cow, there's a lot of hot web girls coming on you better get there <laughs> webcams-chat.com see they got free free <laughs> promo <laughs> i tried to i tried to um like mod him but i realized you haven't made me a mod so i can't uh, so. <laughs> I don't even know make a comment and i'll make you a mod um i think i can do that on here i mean mod me there yeah you go. right so i'm gonna instead i'm just gonna freaking ban you <laughs> no <laughs> so but anyway um, yes you've got to come up here dude yeah, dude, I definitely yeah, I won't let me do it here. I have to go on the regular on the on the real real. And then that's why I, I never do it. Cause I was like, I don't know how to how to I should be able to like just click on you and oh look, there you are. <laughs> and uh because I'm using StreamYard, so I don't have the other thing open and I can't yeah. like add mods. I need to do that though, because um somebody else was saying something a while ago and I was like, Oh, I don't have anybody that's like always watching the show. To moderate the comments for me but so we digressed a little bit me i need to come up to bellingham because i lost that bet with you and um somehow it's been almost a year since we made the bet and i still haven't made it up there we'll blame covid yeah yeah we'll blame covid you'll you'll get up here though yeah yeah no but i'm super excited about coming up there and honestly i feel like the best time for me to come up there is the summertime because the dirt here sucks so bad and in the summer and like you guys have good dirt all the time. And when it's like good dirt here in the winter, then I'm going to be like, I don't need to go anywhere else. I can ride here. It's freaking awesome right now. 
Yeah, dude. We had stinking California dirt this year, though. It was really? ruined us for days. Yeah, it was really bad. That sucks, man. Yeah, it's um, I'm looking forward to the rain coming back because I feel like I'm like riding like super strong right now. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you're a Strava person at all, but like it's really fun when you get those PRs. And I know whenever I'm riding super strong and the dirt's shitty, that as soon as the dirt gets good, it's like I'm gonna like be really pinning some stuff. So I'm super excited to see like what times I can get when the trails have good like traction, you know? Dude, you just brought up a great topic. I have not told you about Strava. I am a hundred percent done with Strava. Done? Oh yeah. I canceled my premium subscription. I stopped using it months ago. I'm why absolutely done with it. Why is that? Uh, because I, I'll, I'll be straight. The real reason is because the times on Strava are just straight bogus. They're just not accurate. And that like for me, I used to be obsessed with like my PRs or like racing things really well. And, and I realized like a couple of years ago, like I rode that trail so fast. I felt so good. And you're telling me I'm on a two and a half minute trail. I'm 10 seconds slower than my PR. And my PR was when I wasn't that good. That can't be right. And then I like have a riding buddy of mine and he's just like besting me on every single run. And he's, a, he's like a good friend of mine and he is not a better rider than I am. But uh-huh. his thing is he rides every day and he rides like the same trails almost every day. Yeah. And then we had a local race here on a Wednesday night and uh, he rode with me. We were practicing the day before and I was like, do you want me to lead or do you want to lead? He's like, well, well, you're faster. So you lead. But I could tell like he thought like, well, my PRs are better than yours on Strava. So I could tell he thought he was going to beat me. And in practice, I was like, all right, I'll go for it. So I just gunned it and I, uh-huh. I dusted him. I was gone. And he was like, dude, you dusted me. And we look at our Strava. He got a faster time than me on Strava that day. I'm like, what the heck? And so I realized, I was like, Strava's inaccurate. All I really care about is my elevation and how long I rode and my calorie burn. And I can get that. I can get that on my Apple Watch way better for the calorie burn. And I'm tired of the PRs because they're bogus. And like, if you really want to know how fast you are, go to a race. That will tell you how fast you are compared to your friends. So I, yeah. I Strava was ruining mountain biking for me. And I realized I feel so much more freedom when I don't use it. Mine, see, I don't look at it as like the race thing doesn't really apply. Because the way I look at Strava is like how fast I am against myself. But, but, here's, I mean? the, but here's the thing. It's not accurate. So yeah. even for yourself, like especially, and maybe it's different in California. But here in the trees, it's bogus, man. It doesn't work. And everybody, I figured this out. Everyone's PRs around here are because something malfunctioned. And some GPS signal made it wrong. And then that's their PR. And it's actually nowhere near how fast they are. Uh, Because you guys are like under a lot of tree, huh? Yeah, like literally everywhere. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it, you know. And um, I don't. Like, there's really only certain trails that I am, like, that I really care about what my Strava is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but I don't like it. I really like it. I don't, like, and I I didn't, I was a very late adopter, like, 
I don't even think I had Strava when I first started the channel. Like wow. I just used I just used Garmin and it was like everybody, you know, always like I just always heard all these like like derogatory Strava kind of comments, you know. So I just didn't really and it just sounded like it was something that I wasn't into. Mm-hmm. And then whenever one of my friends was like, No, dude, you can like just see how you did against your own time. I was like, Oh, well, that's kind of cool. And that's kind of what got me into it. But um Yeah, and it like yeah. it used to be free and that was great. And now you yeah. have to pay for the premium subscription just to get access to all of it too. And yeah. so that as well, I'm like. And again, that's everything is you have to pay money for everything now. But yeah, yeah, man, like, yes, you can compete against yourself. But I realized for me, definitely took some of the joy of riding away. Yeah, I I will say that for me, maybe it's because I waited so long to actually do it that it it got to be it it like. Like, for instance, the Confluence Trail, I don't think we rode in Auburn when you were here, did we? No, we didn't. Like, like, it's like basically like the. The, a pretty long little downhill run that's local here and and um like where i ride a lot you know and uh for whatever reason like trying to get my time down on that run like made that trail fun again it actually mm. like was to like i've ridden it so many times that it was getting to be like almost boring you know what i yeah. mean where it was like it just wasn't fun and it was like when it really that was more like like um sealock and i made a, a bet about who could be faster and it just really drove us to like just push and push and like like we would like like i did a video for youtube of like how to pr that trail and r- the only reason that i made that video was really so that we could come back and have video of from top to bottom where we could sit there and just analyze it. Like we would like, <laughs> sit out in the garage and be like, you know, the, this 10 seconds, how do you hit that? Do you go around that rock or do you go over that? Do you, yeah. do you pedal strike or do you pedal here? Or like how far, you know, like every like aspect of that trail the whole way down. And like, I've changed my time on that trail by minutes because of that. Yeah. You know? And and that was the most fun I've ever had with Strava was me and one of my buddies going head to head on one trail. That was the yeah. most fun I've ever had. Every yeah. other time, it's not fun. Uh, somebody in the chat m- made me realize why I actually do like Strava. There is one thing. What's that? Anytime, and I'm not joking, anytime I need to find an illegal trail, I always pull up Strava and it helps me find it every yeah. single time. So the yeah. only thing it's good for is the one thing in the mountain bike community we wish it wasn't good for. And to me, that was like the straw that broke the camel's back is like every time I'm looking for illegal trails that I know the general vicinity, I can always find them on Strava. And I was like, I probably shouldn't continue to like help that out. But you can turn the heat map off in settings so that uh, like. Yeah, you can turn off to not track you with the heat map. But how do we know? Because yeah. GPS is tracking you while you're using the app. So you can turn off the, have it affect the heat map. But guess what? The heat map's still red there. So. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Who knows? But you mean they're lying to us? I don't want to I, Hey, you know what? I think they could be telling the truth. But at the end of it all, people are always using Strava. And therefore, you can always find all the good illegal trails anywhere i literally have found illegal trails that i never heard of 
and on Strava and shown other people because Strava pointed me to them. And my friends are like, these trails are rad. I'm like, I know. I never knew they were here until I looked at heat maps and just started. Because that's what I would do. I literally would just like, I wish there was a trail here. Hey, look, there is. And people yeah. are like, this is amazing. I'm like, thanks, Strava. And That's so, funny. Dude. I don't feel like, I don't know. I've looked at the heat maps a couple of times, but maybe there's just like more, more like, opportunity for rogue trail building where you live than it is here oh dude. i feel like like i don't know every once in a while somebody will surprise me and be like hey there's some trails over here that i didn't know about but for the most part i usually know where where they are you know what i mean yeah i uh uh i've never ever ridden an illegal trail i never will uh don't know where they are but somebody told me once for every legal trail in bellingham there's an illegal trail yeah. and there's hundreds of legal trails and there's a whole lot of, I I've heard from this friend that there's a whole lot of illegal trails. I'm about to release a video. That's really going to piss a lot of people off. It's kind Why of because it? it's about all legal trails and uh, I don't, I don't freaking care. I'm going to talk about it. So like, and uh, we'll see how it does. Maybe it's the one that breaks the internet. Who knows? Is but, this you griping about them or talking about how you ride them? Talking about how much I ride them and oh. uh, freaking clips of all of them. <laughs> yeah, but California illegal trails are different than like our illegal trails. Uh, I mean, in some cases, I don't know. Like, But is your trail illegal because of where it's at or the difficulty of the trail or both? It depends on which ones. I mean, I hit the big ones, right? Like I talk about Santa Cruz like you see. You know, oh, there's, like there's no, no, there's no trails there. I don't know. What you're yeah, right. About. No trails. There, right? <laughs> Just freaking hundreds of cars parked along the road every day with freaking bike racks and tailgate pads, right? No, there's <laughs> no trails there. There's no mountain biking there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But uh, um, then I, then I kind of go into like the local stuff, and then I, I wrap it up with this, uh, this spot that I rode over the summer that just blew my mind, like best trail I ever the best riding I've done in my entire life and it's like miles and miles of this stuff up there and mm. it's it's like it's not legal either and um who knows you know and <clears throat> I mean I'm kind of giving away the video but I mean like who cares right it'll still be fun yeah. to watch um like I think at the end of it I'm gonna wrap it up with like trails don't get built unless somebody builds them so do it either legally or not or whatever, but I like riding bike. I like riding trails and go out there and be part of the community, you know? Yeah. And, and somebody in the chat asked a good question of like, how do you know if a trail's illegal or not? If it's on trail forks, it's probably not illegal. If it's not yeah. on trail forks, it probably is. Um, and, and Robert, to your point, like in Bellingham, there's very much like a culture of like, F everyone who makes our trails known. How could, and, and for me for a while there, dude, I hate that guy. He showed, he showed our trail. He didn't show the entrance. He didn't show the exit. He didn't show yeah. any landmarks, but he showed our trail and you're not supposed to do that. And I, I'm like, just, sorry to clarify. You made a trail where you're not supposed to make a trail. Yeah. And you're mad because I did something I'm not supposed to do on the trail that you created <laughs> that you weren't supposed to create. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're mad at me for doing 
the thing for my enjoyment that you do for your enjoyment that we're pulling. Yes. Eh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you're an idiot. Shut up. Like, it's fine. As long as, long as I'm not, as, and that's my, this is my feeling. I do not post any illegal trails anymore. I wish I could because I have never ridden them, but if I did, I would love them. <laughs> And my big thing, and people are like, you just can't do it, man. And I'm like, no one cares. No one knows. I can Google any illegal trail that I know of and find someone's YouTube video that's not mine. So slow your roll. Chill out about it. There's yeah. thousands, there's all the best trails are in UC, you know, and you see whatever, like Santa Cruz. It's no surprise. We've all seen everybody riding there. Like, just yeah. stop it, you know? So, yeah, I don't understand it. And like, I, so in the video, I'm not mentioning names specifically you know what i mean and i'm not like you said entrance exits or whatever right but um so i figure it's gonna piss some people off though just because it's uh it's you're not supposed to talk about it and um i don't know i just i feel like i i i've heard both sides of the stories you know what i mean where like what the argument is and um yeah I just don't really buy it, you know? And like, like you said, like, dude, you're doing something illegal and you're like, Oh, you're going to get it shut down. No, I'm not going to get it shut down. It's yeah. going to get shut down because somebody goes out there and breaks their fucking neck and sues somebody. That's yeah. why it's going to get shut down. It's not going to get shut down. Cause some YouTuber made a video about them riding this trail. Because some YouTuber made another video that will get less <laughs> views than all the other videos. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh so I mean whatever. Like like somebody's made an argument, you know, like, well, what if what if you built that trail and it got shut down? I'd be like, Well, that would suck. Then I guess I would have to go build another one. <laughs> then I probably would build a trail where it wouldn't get shut down. Because right. if I I've built trails that have gotten shut down. And I knew this could get shut down. And when it gets right. shut down, I think, well, I knew it could get shut down. I don't go, right. whose fault is this? I'm yeah. disappointed. Yeah. It's like, no, I knew that, right? Like, that's why I ha adopted a trail that will never get shut down because then I can always work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Start doing some legal stuff and then you don't have any problems, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it's it's an interesting culture, you know? And then the ones that really confuse the shit out of me are the guys that like build this trail that nobody's supposed to know about except for them and their friends. It's like, wait, you're building a trail that like you don't want anybody to ride. Like yeah. the whole reason that like when I've built a trail is like, I want everybody to ride this thing. Yeah. I mean, I might not make it in a, like in a skill set that everybody can ride it. That's not my fucking problem. But yeah. like, like I want people to ride like, like I'm making something that I think is going to be sick. You know, it's kind of like the video thing, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, and I don't know. So I think that it's, it's, um, I do really truly believe that if you're in the mountain bike community, that you should do trail work. And I was, I, I, you could call me a hypocrite for years and years and years. I never did anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was one of those guys that wouldn't pay for parking. You know what I mean? It's like everywhere that you go that has paid parking, there's always like, the spot around the corner that you can park that you can just ride a little bit further and get in for free. I was yeah. always that guy, you know, what are you, and, what are you Dutch? Right. <laughs> and then like, uh, I don't know, somewhere along the line, I, I, whenever I like, I came to a point of like really realizing like that money is really needed for those trails. And like, 
I actually enjoy that place a lot. Like I should be paying, you know what I mean? Regardless of like, they need that, you know? And, and then whenever I finally like went out and did some trail work and the way that it felt, it's like that place that, that I was doing trail work the very first time, every time I like ride over this bridge that I was working on, it's like, I think about like, man, like I did that there, you know, like it make, makes me feel good, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I, I feel like, like it changes your perspective on, on riding in the trails and like, I urge everybody to do it. Like, even yeah. if you only do it once, like you'll, you'll, you'll feel good when you leave. You won't be like, well, they just got some free labor out of me. That was bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it makes you respect what you get to do way more. And so that's, that's to me, the biggest thing is like, I respect mountain biking and love it because I've tried, I've spent time building trails and it's really hard work and it's really rewarding as well. So yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you've built a trail, like from scratch, um, that's really cool too. It's like a really fun process of like trying to figure out how to like make it fun. You know what I mean? Like it's not just as easy as like, as you would think where it's just like, Oh yeah, just go around this tree and around that tree. And then, and then, uh, then that's it, you know? And cause you'll do that and then you'll get on your bike and ride it. And you're like, Oh wait, that's not fun. You know? And then you end up having to like tweak it or whatever. And after you've done that for a while, then you're, then you actually are like, no, I understand now, like actually how to make, how to make a fun trail. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you look at other trails and you're like, man, they should have widened that berm out or like, you know, you <laughs> like, like, oh man, that, that was awesome. Or like, you like ride something you're like, holy crap. Like, dude, how did they come up with this? This is so rad. Yeah. 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 It changes everything, man. Totally changes your perspective. Yeah. 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 It definitely, definitely does dude. At least it has for me. So I, um, I, I'll definitely be, I'm an advocate and like, I don't, really care if you're doing it legally or illegally and maybe maybe i shouldn't say that but i have a different opinion than than maybe all the other people or some of the people out the law-abiding citizens out there like i don't really like i think it's stupid that we have like like trails that that people aren't allowed to be on you know like oh yeah like i i don't really care like some even mountain bikers like oh there shouldn't be any hikers on this trail it's fucking dangerous i'm like yeah but they want to be outside and walk up and down this trail and let them walk up and down this trail you shouldn't run into them you idiot you know <laughs> like and they should be listening when you, you tell me you can't hear some freaking bike rattling down the trail you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i don't know like i i just like i feel like there shouldn't be any limits or barriers on to like letting people go outside and do something outside because there's so many like reasons to stay inside and not do anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like why, why stop anybody, you know, that actually wants to go outside and do something outside. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all about that, man. And that's, I I think it's Ireland where they have like freedom to roam where you can ride anything anywhere. I think Scotland, Scotland. That's right. Yeah. Cause that's where the McTrail rider rides. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that is definitely awesome. Man, the webcams are back. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Webcam chats dot hot girls. Damn it. 
they're getting all the free advertisement, man. I'm telling you guys, if you want hot girls and boys, <laughs> go to webcams-chat.com. <laughs> I, I did not think this was this type of live stream. I'm uncomfortable. Right? Uh, me too, man. I'm freaking very uncomfortable. <laughs> I've seen some funny people jump in live streams, man. Like, you guys are all racist. Racist mother beepers. I'm like, whoa, dude. Wrong place. Yeah, right? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Which channel were you watching? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never know, man, what's going to happen on the on the biker biker live streams, right? <laughs> it's Hey, any, anything could happen. Yeah, that's funny. That um, live stream that you were talking about earlier, I'm, I'm, what? That wasn't a biker bar, was it? Like well, when you first started, when you were saying something about the first time that we were chatting, and you were like, "Oh, this guy." I don't think it was a biker bar. I think it was, it was just, just live streaming live with stream. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure yeah, I could find it real quick. No, I don't have any of those old ones up there. You don't? Oh, no, I delete all of those. I uh, Every live stream back in the day, I would always delete them right away. No, there was one that, like, you could go back in a while. You did. Oh, what? Yeah. never mind. Yeah. If I left it on, I would, at the most, I would leave him on for, like, a day or two sometimes. Like, I would forget to delete yeah. it. But usually, I always deleted my live streams because I always felt like, like, if you weren't there, you weren't there. So, that's, like... That's the reason to be there when you see the notification. You know what I mean? Like, and did you unlist them or delete them? Oh, I deleted them. Yeah, they're gone. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely one hundred percent gone, dude. Uh there's a uh, there's the biker camp ones. That that's pretty rad though. So the there's a lot one. of me in that. Yeah, when I when I first went to Downeyville, that was like before I was really that big, man. That was. That oh was, yeah, that was a yeah. good trip, dude. That was a real good trip. That was a fun time. I am looking forward to being able to do that again. I actually was planning on having biker camp this September. And um, I kind of found this place that that's sort of close to Downeyville that is really like centrally located. And, and you, you know, you'd have to do your own shuttling or set up your own stuff, but it's like, you could go to like Downeyville, Mount Huff or Mills Peak all within like 30 45 minutes something like that like it was not that bad of a drive you know and then come back there and you can camp out and stuff and um i was planning on doing it but then all these fires like came and like burned down half our state so at least it feels that way a lot of yeah like, a lot of, of those trails that i ride got impacted by these fires that we've had like like even auburn like where i ride all the time was just closed for a while because of a fire up there did so. the fire like run through it like that bad or the in Auburn? Um, yeah, it, it ran through one one trail basically that um okay. was a really popular one, and they had to like put the like they had some bulldozing that they had to do, and so that trail got kind of messed up. They're working on fixing it, it's supposed to be back open soon, but um, honestly, it, it won't be good until it rains because that dirt's just going to be like like powdery you know what i mean unless yeah. they i don't know like yeah unless somehow they're like trucking a bunch of water up there to like help pack it in i don't know exactly what they're doing but but yeah there's um like basically it's like an unbelievable amount of space like in the fire that that is called the caldor fire mm -hmm. um it basically burned damn that damn webcam <laughs> they really wanted me to go there <laughs> um yeah it's like really unbelievable amount of space i accidentally 
rode a trail that that um i don't think was supposed to be opened yet just the last week and it yeah. was one where the fire went through and it was very depressing and unbelievable like to see in person you know what i mean yeah like um like like you could look up the hill and there were these like like little round like round circles all up and down the hill and it's basically like the fire like burned the tree completely and the roots and everything and you just see these like round circles man it's like what the hell you know like like yeah. it doesn't even it doesn't even make any sense that that's like like th those were all trees you know and that's that's all that's left now you know what i mean like here i'll yeah. show you on the camera but you can't like obviously see it online but yeah it's like i don't know if that came out very well or not but dude i like, i went for right you see all those little like little dots yeah, that, yeah. those were trees you know <laughs> and that's how hot it was that they burn up and just leave those holes right yeah it was nuts too like in some parts of the trail like if there was a big tree next to the trail like i didn't even really think that this has how it would go but it's like the tree would burn and then those roots underground would burn and like you know some roots are like you know as big as a basketball or a freaking as big as a softball and so then when they went under the trail then when somebody would go over it or even just because there was nothing under it supporting anymore now that all like collapsed so you have these like big like long crevices through the trails and stuff and then it's like hundreds of trees that are are like those could fall over at any minute minute you know and yeah you're like man this is like not safe you know and then you think about this particular fire for instance is like from not too far from me all the way to south lake tahoe like like if i was driving in my car that would be like i don't know let's say like a 45 minute drive all of that forest is burned mm -hmm. like that's, that's crazy nuts. it's nuts and that fire is was only like three hundred thousand acres the one that's in northern california like a little bit further north that was like a million acres so it's that's like crazy. i can't even wrap my freaking head around it like the yeah. only reason i can wrap my head around the one that's close is because i like drive that way all the time you know what i mean yeah and that still like blows my mind i'm like i can't even imagine it so dude i we we're in vacation at eastern washington and we've we've gone to the same place and good trails are like 45 minutes away so what i'll do is i'll wake up at like 4 30 and go hit sunrise rides and one morning when i was driving over the there's a wildfires the entire hillside was like not had been burnt was burning and like yeah. driving by that and seeing a huge landscape in flames and the smoke just billowing out like it, it it hits you man you're like this is jacked up dude yeah 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 it's crazy i mean just like in my mind thinking about how many trees that they need to cut down next to the freeway to like make that safe yeah. is like hard to wrap your head around you, you know yeah. what i mean like 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 there's a section of highway 50 that's been closed for a while now and i, I would assume that that has a big has a big part of it where yeah. they're like clearing stuff because I mean, you don't want to be driving down the road and have a fucking 
telephone pole sized. I mean, you know how big the trees are down here. Yeah. Some huge freaking tree just fall over on the, the freeway. That'd just be like, not good, not good. You know? Yeah. And, Devastating. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then like, there's just like, on a more personal level, there's like all of these trails that we ride that are like epic freaking rides that are like that too. So it's like, they, like you, you can't go out and ride those trails. And I mean, you can, but like, they could be like, they could be a long time until that's, that stuff's opened back up, you know? Yep. And that's, um, that's kind of depressing, you know? So, yeah, no, absolutely, dude. Like, that's yeah. like, again, that's your trails. That's your stomping ground. It makes, it definitely hits you. Yeah. 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 It's kind of a drag too. Cause it's like, especially the stuff that happened in the higher, I mean, the, these fires are in higher, where the higher altitude rides are, you know? And mm -hmm. you, you already have a short window of when you can ride those. And then to like not have that window be as big as it was. And then also have it like wrap up the season with, guess what? These trails are all closed now because we need to go like fix them. You know? It's yeah. like, oh crap, man, this sucks. So that's part of the reason that I like am wrapping up the video the way that, that I did that I was talking about is like, there's so much work that needs to be done in Northern California right now. If you're a Northern California mountain biker, like donate money or donate time. Cause like mm -hmm. we, it's really needed. It's like a ridiculous amount of work that has to happen for us to like continue enjoying like epic trails that everybody knows, like toads wild ride in like Tahoe is like a trail that people like know from all across the country. And yeah. that, that was burnt, you know, like, mm. um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. So anyways, dude, two hours, man. So yeah, quick. man. Good time. It's always a good time. It's always quick. Yeah, 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 no. And I was actually really looking forward to chatting with you. I was not looking forward to like getting off the couch where I was comfy and lazy, but um, I'm glad that I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hey, dude, I say let's, uh, let's plan our next one to be uh, alive podcast uh video podcast as well in sedona in sedona oh man i hate you know joe does that live stuff all the time the Colorado kid oh yeah joe kills it yeah he's so good at that maybe i could talk him into going to sedona and we could be on his i don't oh, I, I get nervous about like i don't want to like deal with with like doing that live i don't know why it just like there's something about it i feel like I'm intimidated. Maybe I should just get over it. You're intimidated of doing something live, even though you're currently doing something live. Perfect. I feel comfortable in my little safe zone. Here, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll set, I'll set it up, but I think it'd be really fun. Yeah, no, it would be fun. It would be. Um, could we do it from the pizza shop while I'm drinking beer and eating wings? <laughs> Where else would we do it for a biker bar, man? <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Well, hey, dude, it was awesome, awesome talking with you. I really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, it is, it's always a good time, as you said. We definitely need to get together soon. It sounds like Sedona's around the corner, so we'll definitely do that. Any of you guys that are going to Sedona, please, please say hi when you see us. I hate whenever, like, I get a message on, like, Instagram or something. It's like, oh, I saw you, but I didn't want to bug you. And it's like, no, dude, definitely come up, say hi. It's super fun to like shake hands. You know what I'm saying, Josh? It's all worth it, man. It's all, that's what it's about. So yes, please do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So in the meantime, 
if you guys want to do something else that makes us happy, hit the subscribe button or the thumbs up or go to Facebook or Instagram and follow that biker B one. That would be sweet. I like it when you guys do that. If you really, really, really want to help us have a good time in Sedona, at least one of us go to Patreon and become a Patreon subscriber, patron, whatever you call it. That would be awesome. Maybe I'll, I'll consider buying a drink for your old Josh over there. One of those hoppy water things that's actually here and not that disgusting stuff he has in the bottle. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, what else was I going to say? There are some other things I was going to say, but who knows? It's all over now. But anyways, appreciate your time, Josh. I definitely had a good time. I want all you guys out there to remember, it only takes a bike to be a biker. Get out and be one.